Networking to me isn't about working, it's about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called Net Connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins. I'm the founder of Connect Her. Connect Her Connectors offer a fabulous place to connect, the ability to grow, expand your knowledge and increase your social capital, as well as developing your circle of influence. There's a true magic when women come together to support each other. To find an event near you, simply visit our website, connecther.com.au. Be sure to visit our connected directory and check out all the wonderful connected women in our community. That website again, connecther.com.au. Welcome to episode 30 of the Connect Her podcast. Today's episode, we are going to be looking at where do you hang out as far as an online presence is concerned. So stay tuned as I share with you some really interesting information around social media and where do you hang out? Hello, it's great to be in your earbuds today as we talk about where do we hang out? Where is it that we should be on social media? And the answer is very different for every type of business and who your target market is. So it's interesting, we at Connect Her have a focus topic each month and each month we um, we share information and then from that, uh, the collective of business owners at one of our connectors, they uh, engage in that conversation. And this month, it's all been around online presence. And I've been to multiple connectors over the month. And let me tell you, the conversation has been extremely different from a lot of different angles and different types of businesses and different age groups as well. So it was very, very interesting to see that the one topic had so many takes on it. And I'm still have got two more meetings to attend this month. So it's going to be quite interesting to see what the take is at other events, because I think sometimes it also, uh, is dependent on the demographics of the area and so not just our business but also where our business is, whether it's a a global business, whether it's a local business. I think that all has a very big impact as well. So where do we go? Like where do we hang out? Should we be on Instagram? Should we be on Facebook? Should we be on LinkedIn? What about Pinterest? Where's Twitter going now that, you know, Trump uses that um, very much as his number one social media platform, it, is that is that gaining traction? Where where should I be? And this is the question that is asked a lot by a lot of business owners. Like, where should I be? Because the fact of the matter is that I only have a certain amount of time that I can spend on doing social media marketing, and I need to spend it wisely. So I hope you've got a pen and paper handy today. And if you're driving, uh, maybe go back and have a listen to this episode again uh, when you've got time to sit down and actually take some notes because there's some really interesting statistics. There's some really interesting 
things that you can do to be able to identify where you need to be. And I did allude to it right back at the beginning, which was where or who is my target market. And once we've established who our target market is and determine where they hang out, the best way to be able to determine who your target market is is to basically create an avatar. An avatar is a fictitious character that represents your ideal customer or your ideal client. Now, most businesses will have possibly just one avatar, but you can actually have more than one. You may have one or two avatars. Your avatar might be a mix of male and female, or it could be two female avatars looking at two different parts of your business, or it could be two male avatars looking at two different parts of your business. So how and what do we do to define an avatar? And probably the best way to do it is what I like to call a brain dump. Grab yourself a big chunk of butcher's paper. Now you can go and buy those from storage facilities, you can buy them from uh, office suppliers, but grab yourself a big wad of butcher's paper and you want to basically get everything out of your head and do a massive brain dump on as much information that you can think of about your ideal client. You can use it from research that you may have done in the past. You can use the type of clients that you're already attracting and you can start to create as much information as possible on that butcher's paper. And I normally suggest with the butcher's paper, you just anything that you think of. Now, if you're a list person and you want to write it down in a list, That's fine. If you want to just drop words on the page however you like because you've got a creative mind, then you can do it that way as well. So there's no right or wrong with dumping what's in your head onto paper. However it looks for you is fine. There's no specifics to how you pop it on the page. So if you want to list it, list it. If you don't and you want to... um, really uh, you you just want to dump it all over the place, then feel free. It's what is going to make you feel comfortable and it is also what's going to get as much out of your head as you possibly can and onto that paper. Now, once you've got all of that information, you want to start building that into an actual human being or a human avatar. And you You can actually uh, use these different sites that you can go on. Um, So you can actually Google um, build an online avatar. And I think there's one called uh, uifaces.com. That's the letter U, the letter I, faces.com. But there's plenty. So you can get onto Google and uh, create your own avatar. And what you want to do with that is you want to decide um, a name, 
So give your avatar a name, give your avatar a face or a photo. Um, You can actually, you know, grab an actual human face and put that on there. And then you want to start to create a dossier of what is everything about your avatar. So your avatar might be Mary, who is um, 32. She's married. She has two children. She has a business on the side and she also works part-time. And she is uh, is, is educated to a level of um, a master's degree. So you'll give as much information as you can uh, around your avatar and uh, you can be, you know, fancy with it or you can, um, you, you're basically getting as much information as you possibly can and creating it into a person. Then you can start, once you've got all that information and you've created a profile of your avatar, you want to then start creating a story around them, which I've already alluded to. So um, imagine that you're them. Start thinking about how they would use your product or how they would use your service. What did they do before they were using your product or before they were using your service? What were they thinking about while they are going to your product to or your service? What are they trying to accomplish by using your product or your service? What do they want to achieve long-term and short-term? And when are they likely to recommend your product or service? And how often are they going to come back and use your product or service? Now, you may have a product that lasts for six weeks. Now, I come from the pharmacy industry and you would think that people would get a prescription from the doctor and it would have repeats and that before the re- before the medication ran out that they would fill their repeat. And that is actually not the case. Even with medication that is to be taken specifically at a specific time of the day and a specific amount of times over the day and is for continual use, you would be very surprised at how many people do not continue with their medication. And a lot of that can be life-saving. So imagine your product or service is not even in the, or may not possibly be, in that life-saving arena. So even though your product may have a six-week usage, don't think that they're going to be coming back in five weeks to top up because that may not necessarily be the case. Then once you've identified um, the demographics or the information that you can think about, you've done your, your brain dump, you've given your avatar a name, you've given it them a face that you've created a a story around your avatar you've thought about how often they're going to come back and use your product or service what they're trying to achieve by using your product or service and what were they using before your product or service 
And then once you've done all that, you want to think through what are the actual channels that you use to advertise your products and services and to retain your customers. And then you want to think about is that where my avatar would go? Is that where Mary would go? Would she be on that particular social media site? Would she be reading that blog? Would she um, be looking at the different marketing avenues that I'm using? Would she be doing that? And that is when you start to get into the next phase, which is looking at where everybody is as far as online social networking. What sort of platforms and ages are using the different platforms? So whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, or LinkedIn, it could be any one of those, Pinterest, for example. We need to identify our avatar and then once we've identified our avatar we have to start looking at what platform to be using. So we're going to get back to that very shortly but let's take a quick break so you can find out how to connect with us at Connect Her. Networking to me isn't about working, it's about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called Net Connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins. I'm the founder of Connect Her. Connect Her Connectors offer a fabulous place to connect, the ability to grow, expand your knowledge and increase your social capital, as well as developing your circle of influence. There's a true magic when women come together to support each other. To find an event near you, simply visit our website, connecther.com.au. Be sure to visit our connected directory and check out all the wonderful connected women in our community. That website again, connecther.com.au. Welcome back. Now, did you know at a Connect Her Connector, we have a focus topic every month. And uh, as I mentioned at the top of this podcast, our focus topic for uh, our, our month was online presence. And this is really what highlighted doing this podcast today and getting some information out there because there was so much conversation around online presence and there were some people that just threw their hands up in the air and said, look, I just have very little online presence because I don't know what to do. It's overwhelming and I don't even know where to start and I'm not sure which platform to be on. As I mentioned, grab your pen and paper because we've got some really great information here. Now, I've got some um online resources and this source was from Pew Research Centre and it's a social media fact sheet which was put out in uh, February 2018 and you can certainly go on and have a look at that at uh, creatingresults.com but I will put that in the show notes. So when you start looking at platform users by age, this is where it gets really interesting and why it is so important to have your own avatar 
of who is utilizing your products and services. Now, if you look at Facebook, for example, this is 2018, 81% of users of Facebook are in the ages of 18 to 29. That means that the younger generation of 18 and under are not necessarily uh, heading on to Facebook as much or it's not even noted here. The, The next level is uh, at 78% is 30 to 49-year-olds. And then the next level is 50 to 64, and that is at 65%. And then 65 years and over is at 41%. The 65 years and over uh, were said to, uh, in some other statistics that I that I've managed to get my hands on, was saying that they mainly use Facebook so that they can keep in touch with family, um, family and friends. So, given that you know that eighty one percent of eighteen to twenty nine year olds are using Facebook, and seventy eight percent. Uh, at 30 to 49 and 65% are at 50 to 64, then you need to look at what age group your avatar is in. Because if you are with a product or service that is uh, targeting an under 18-year-old, then your marketing is going to be very different because you're going to be marketing to mum, grandma, granddad and dad on Facebook. Now, if you're um, in, uh, say, financial advice, for example, um, you would find that this is probably your best option if you are targeting people that are getting ready for retirement um, because people in the 50s to 64 that's what's on their mind. Um, and 65% of 50 to 64-year-olds, they're hanging out on Facebook. So you would want to be on Facebook. So then we've got Twitter. And I mentioned that Donald Trump's really given us a run for our money on Twitter. He uses it as his social media platform of choice. And he's done um, some quite bizarre things on there. But uh, Twitter, interestingly enough, is um, it's actually been on a decline and uh, you're looking at 18 to 29-year-olds, about 40% are on Twitter. The 30 to 49s are around 27% and then it actually reduces down to 19% for 50 to 64-year-olds and then 8% of 65-year-olds are using Twitter. Now, Instagram, this is really interesting and it was something that was very interesting to me uh, recently or actually not long after I started Connect Her and um, I had a post which was just on my own name. It wasn't on a business um, Connect Her uh, on Instagram and I just put a post up there and uh, whenever I sell tickets to my Connect Her events, I always ask, how did you find out about it? And it's interesting, for the first time ever, I had somebody come in and say they saw it on Instagram and there was actually a sale through Instagram. Now, 
I'm not actually selling any sort of product. I'm selling Connect Her events. So it was that was really interesting to me. And it was uh, actually bringing in um, somebody that would be in that 18 to 29 uh, sort of area. Oh, actually, probably 30 to 49, but I shouldn't be rude, should I, and, and guess somebody's age. But 64% of 18 to 29-year-olds are on Instagram. 30 to 49-year-olds, there's about 40% that are on Instagram. And when you start getting up to your 50 to 64, there is 21% sitting at using Instagram. And then when you get over the 65 plus, it's only 10%. And that is a, a really in, interesting statistic because a lot of people believe, oh, I've got to be on Instagram, I've got to be on Instagram. And I think it's because the influencers and the people that are, you know, making money out of um, showcasing photos on Instagram are the ones that have generated that sort of I've got to be on there, I've got to be on there sort of mentality. But when you start looking at Instagram and um, and the numbers, you've got to work out, is that really the area that I want to be in? Is it the area that I should be in? One that I found particularly interesting and I have to say I use this a lot and that is YouTube. Now, I use YouTube in the fact that if I want to find out how to do something, I will go to YouTube. And I sit in that 50 to 64 bracket. So um, it, it's quite interesting that YouTube is actually 3% higher in that age group than Facebook. So 91% of 18 to 29 year olds use YouTube. 85%, which is much higher than Facebook, 30 to 49-year-olds at 85%. So uh, that's, you know, that is 7% up on Facebook usage. We've then got uh, the 50 to 64-year-olds sitting at 64%, and the 65-pluses are sitting at 40%, which is about on par with Facebook. And I would hazard to guess that they're probably using YouTube not only for uh, content information, and, you know, there's, there's lots of things that you can watch on YouTube. And also I think it's gone up too because uh, now we've got, you know, smart TVs that are linked to YouTube so you can watch a lot more on there. But I, I don't necessarily myself use YouTube for um, content consumption as far as movies or music videos or things like that. I mainly use it for tutorials personally. That's my usage. So again, you'll have to go back and think about your avatar. Would they, based on this, this um, age usage on platforms, would they be sitting on um, YouTube? Is that something that you should be involved with? And finally, you've got 65% of, uh, sorry, 65 and plus at 40% um, on YouTube. And uh, again, as I said, I really do think that they're probably using it similar to what I do with uh, how to 
and, and help. Uh, so YouTube YouTube became a big surprise, I have to say, for, for me. I never realised that how... Um, how much it was being used in the ages. And then finally there's LinkedIn. Now they didn't go into Pinterest, Periscope and all the hundreds of other ones. They just did the main um, five. Now LinkedIn, uh, 18 to 29-year-olds are sitting at 29% are using LinkedIn. 30 to 49-year-olds are using LinkedIn at 33%. And 50 to 64-year-olds are using LinkedIn at 24%. Now, given the type of platform that LinkedIn is, it's interesting that 65 plus goes down to 9%. So it is um, down a lot uh, from things like Facebook, YouTube, and even um, Instagram, and it's a little bit less or on par with uh, Twitter usage. So it gives you a snapshot of where the people are that are looking at your business. So it gives you, this is giving you some insight if you sit down and do your avatar and have a look at where people are sitting on social media. And it gives you the opportunity to decide where you should be. Now, before you make that big decision, you really have to look at and and be analytical on what is happening with the social media sites that you're already on. With social media, uh, particularly if you've got a business page or you've got a business account, you'll find that there's been built-in insights and statistics. With Facebook, under your page, there is insights, and that gives you a load of free information about where people are, uh, who they are, what age group they are, how often they're visiting your your page, and all that type of thing. That's all free information, and that gives you a great head start on deciding whether you should be on um on Facebook and have a Facebook page. Now, of course, then you get into the dilemma, which I've really got myself, where I've got a Facebook page for Connect Her and I've also got a private group, which is Connect Her Collective. And um, and that's where we get a lot more interaction and there's a lot more happening in the group, but you don't get as much uh, insights as you do on a page. So I'm just going to give you uh, a little bit of um, some summaries around uh, business activity on these platforms, and um, and I think it gives you a good snapshot of um, I've I've got some information for small, medium, and large businesses. How often they are updating their data. On, um, on their social media. I've also got uh, some insights in where small, medium and large businesses are spending their time on social media. And finally, and this is a really important one and one that I think um, sometimes we do forget, and that is the number of friends, contacts or followers that our people 
on social media have. So we're going to cover those off right now. So again, be sure to have your pen and paper handy because this is really valuable information. Now, I will tell you the statistics that I shared with online social networking, the platform users by age, that was done in February of 2018. That was through creatingresults.com. Now, the next lot of information is the Census Social Media Report. Now, you can pop that into Google and uh, you can download. It's an 81-page document and it's full of great information, full of fantastic gems. I have only picked three lots of statistics out because otherwise, guys, we would be here forever and um and I like to keep my podcast not too long, definitely under an hour, uh, but, you know, normally 30 to 45 minutes. So if I was to go through that whole report, uh, we'd be here for a couple of days. So how often do businesses update their social media? Now, it's really interesting. Large businesses, 88% are updating their social media every day. And that is regularly uh, over that day. So it's not just once a day, it would be over multiple times throughout the day. Only 7% do it a few times a week. There's 3% that do it once a week. And uh, there was only 2% that do a few times a year. And so out of large businesses, the majority are doing it every single day. And that's what we as small to medium businesses should be doing as well. So this is for 2017. It's interesting that there has been a huge jump since 2016 um, for small businesses, how often they are updating their social media. So small businesses Every day, 36% of businesses are doing it every day. 17% are doing it a few times a week. And let's face it, guys, we're normally solopreneurs when we're talking about small business. So um, we've got to sort of do it when we can. Um, don't forget there's a lot of there's a lot of different tools out there where you can schedule Facebook you can schedule posts uh, automatically in there there's things like buffer there's things like Hootsuite um, that can help you with the process of um, scheduling so but I divert um, we've got 22 percent of small businesses are just doing it once a week a few times a month there's about six percent. 7% once a month and then 8% a few times a year. And then there's about 3% of small businesses that put a profile up and never do anything. Now, medium businesses, they are sitting around the same sort of statistics with 34% doing it every day, um, 27 doing it a few times a week, once a week at 16% and a few times a month at 6 And I won't keep going right through. And we've covered off large businesses. So really, as a small to medium business, we're sitting around that 34 to 36% of small to medium businesses 
are updating their social media every day. Now, this means that um, there's a big swag of small to medium businesses that aren't doing it every day. So are you falling into that? Are you a bit haphazard? Maybe you're on so many social media sites that, you know, one day you're doing Facebook and another day you're putting an Instagram post up and and you haven't got them all linking together and it's causing you angst because you're thinking, I'm spending all this time on social media trying to attract customers and attract clients that I haven't got time to see my customers or my clients. And we definitely don't want that, do we? So um, look up, uh, I might do another um, podcast soon of some different apps that can help you to schedule uh, and get analytics and things like that. So use of our social media summary. So this is the, the social media presence of small, medium and large businesses. And this is really interesting because we all sit around the same, which is um, Facebook sits at, uh, for small businesses, uh, have an online presence at 90%, medium at 87 large at 93 Twitter um, is at small, 24 medium, 36 large, sit at 55%. So that says to me that they are interacting um, with whatever they put on Facebook, they're tweeting out, so they've got it going um, both ways. This is really interesting. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, um, small businesses at 35%, medium at 41 large at 82 Now, I think the reason that face, uh, sorry, large businesses are on LinkedIn is because they're using it for recruitment. Um, you've got things like Google Plus as well, um, 16% of small businesses, 14% of medium and 17% of large. Now, this is the kicker. And this is where I think there's a huge opportunity that is being missed. And it is YouTube. Because if we go back to those original statistics, that 91% of 18 to 29-year-olds are using YouTube, 85%, which is higher than Facebook, of 30 to 49-year-olds are using YouTube, 68%, which is 3% higher than Facebook, of 50 to 64-year-olds are using YouTube, and 40% of 65 plus are using YouTube. However, only 11% of small businesses have a presence on YouTube. Only 11% have a YouTube presence for medium businesses and large businesses only have 17%. Now, this is in 2017. But that is pretty interesting, don't you think? And I I just think that that is something that if you're a small to medium business and you want to get on the front foot of advertising and marketing your business, that YouTube may just be something that we have been missing. 
It then goes on with um, Instagram is at 19% for small, medium at 39% and um, large businesses are sitting at around 20%. And then I'll just do Pinterest um, because I think, you know, Pinterest is a good one to because there are people that like Pinterest, but 4% of small businesses 5% of medium and 3% of large have a presence on Pinterest. So that gives you some really good statistics on how to use social media or where people are hanging out and how the small, medium and large businesses are hanging out. This is something to really think about with um, the number of friends, contacts or followers. Now, the average user of Facebook has, in 2017, 234 friends. That is the average. Facebook for females, um, you'll be looking at around 225. Now, it's broken up. I'm going to do the 18 right through to 64. So 18 to 29 have an average of 296 friends. 30 to 39 have 324, 40 to 49 have 215 Facebook friends and then 50 to 64-year-olds have 142. Now, this is where it gets interesting because this is where you'd really have to sit down and look at this um, document, which, uh, as I said, it's the Census Social Media Report. Because if you start to analyse all these figures um, based on what's happening in February of 2018, now, census is Australian, the document that I took was global. So um, there are going to be some little nuances there. If you look at LinkedIn, uh, the average user has 199 connections. Males have 181, females have 229. With Twitter, average 260. With Instagram, 258. Males have 262, females have 254. The uh, I'm not even going to worry about Google Plus and Snapchat. It then breaks it down into ages. So if I was uh, if I was if I was looking at my business and where I wanted to spend some time, once I've done my avatar and worked out who they are, what their age group is, I would start to drill down into how many contacts and followers they have, where they're hanging out, and where I can start marketing to them. So there's some uh, little challenges for you for um, to go away and have a look at some of this data. So I'm going to put in the show notes where I got this information and links to it so that you can go and have a look for it yourself. Because I think if you start to analyse where all the people are hanging out, once you've done your avatar, you've looked at that social media, look at what the statistics and are saying now with these reports, the social media report and also 
um, looking at age and platforms with um, online social media networking platforms. Creatingresults.com is where you can get that. Now, um, if you were to take all of that, look at the analytics or the insights that you currently have access to with your social media, I think you could start to really drill down exactly where you need to be, how much time you need to spend and what you need to be saying. I hope that that has really helped you. I hope that it helps you to connect with your clients and customers on the right platform. I think this information is absolutely invaluable. If you've got a friend in business, I would love for you to share with them this podcast so that they can get this information as well. You can always connect with us at connecther.com.au and don't forget we've got our podcast and be sure to to visit our business directory. Our connected directory is some of the wonderful connected ladies that we have on our platform and um, they love to share their business and we'd love to share their business with you as well. Have an amazing week and please stay connected. We love to stay connected and we hope you will too. To connect with us, visit Facebook on our Connect Her Australia Facebook page. We also have our private group, Connect Her Collective. If your preference is Instagram, Connect Her AU. Visit our website, connecther.com.au, and under podcasts, you can leave a voice message. If your preference is Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and write a review. Connect Her podcasts are now available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Anchor FM. While you're on our website, don't forget to check out our connected directory. We would love for you to connect with the wonderful businesswomen that are connecting on Connect Her. Until next time, stay connected. <music>